0: Coming up in episode 10 of the Soul Ally Podcast, we have spiritual medium and soul coach, Kelsey Dazel.
1: Remember your why. Remember why you're doing it. Remember why you started. Remember what sparked that passion and that joy, Um, especially if you're moving into entrepreneurship. If you're moving into creating a business out of your passion, um, the business part can be stinky. (laughs) It can be hard. You can be sitting there and you can have the biggest best insights in the world and it feels like nobody's listening, um, but I always tell myself even when I feel like nobody's listening, even when I feel like nobody gets me, someone's going to find me one
0: day and go back in my feed and consume everything I've ever put out. Welcome to the Soul Ally Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Evia. I'm an intuitive digital marketer and Reiki master entrusted with all the clairs. From my own spiritual awakening and discovering the courage to use my gifts, I bring you world altering metaphysical entrepreneurs is equally impassioned to share their wisdom with you. Hello, and thank you for being here. Today, I want to introduce you to Kelsey DeZell. She's a spiritual medium, soul coach, meditation teacher, and fierce advocate for moms looking to find purpose beyond the daily grind. She's created a safe space for other metaphysical entrepreneurs to call home, and she is passionate about helping her clients shift their perspective and rediscover their own life. Kelsey, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so can you share these? For those that don't know who you are, so we met on social media, kind of funny, you guys. I mean, the way the way things align, it is just so silly. Just a backstory for those of you that are listening. Kelsey and I were both on a webinar yesterday together and we got put into a breakout and we're both very similar and, and have a lot in common. And then today I had a cancellation and she messaged me at the same time that I had a cancellation and was available to chat. So this is like divine timing. little <laughs> <All> divine intervention. <laughs> yes, I love that. So can you share a little bit for 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 those who don't know who you are, what you do and why you do it?
1: Um, So I am a spiritual medium and a soul coach, and I also own a um, holistic, um, what is it? It's a studio in my little town um, where I provide space for uh, spiritual entrepreneurs to host classes and workshops and see their clients. Um, I when I started doing readings for people, I was going to their houses, I was doing little, you know, reading parties. And I always left with kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Cause you never know what you're walking into, even though you're psychic. <laughs> and um, I decided after one time uh, I, I went to a bridal shower and it turned out to be, uh, it was like, it, it was a party. <laughs> Everybody was drinking. I take what I do pretty seriously. Um, you know, speaking to the universe and speaking to spirits, it's not, uh, it's not something that I, um, it's not entertainment to me. Um, I decided that I needed an actual professional space to do my readings. And so I created that space because I didn't have it in my, uh, in my area. Um, and now that led me into the soul coaching and I love working with spiritual entrepreneurs. I love, um, busting through their blocks and using my intuition and my gifts to, um, help them not only discover theirs, but turn it into a business. Um, I'm not a business coach by any means, but I love just digging in with people and just really hearing what they have to say. I feel like business coaches a lot of the time want to put us into models. And in the spiritual realm, we can't really fit into those boxes a lot of the time, even if it's spiritual business coaches. So Mm -hmm. I love um, watching spiritual um, entrepreneurs bloom and just be really excited and proud of themselves and and holding that space, that physical space for them and that emotional and mental and, and spiritual space too. So, um, and then I also, I do readings for regular people who want readings and I do spirit speakeasy events, which are my big group readings where I read individual people and channel the universe. And they're my favorite thing. If I could just travel and do speakeasies, that would be, Exactly what I wanted to do. I could only do one of the million things I do.
0: <laughs> I love that. Okay, define speakeasy for those who don't understand what that is. So the original speakeasies
1: were way back in the were they the 20s when there was a prohibition and people would sneak into little underground places and, and drink alcohol. And my studio um, is you you kind of have to use the back door. So it's kind of I always say to people when they come in. Say, it's hard to find this place. And I say it's only hard to find once. Once you know where it is, you're in. It's like a secret club. And someone came in once and said, this place is like a spiritual speakeasy. And I thought, I'm I'm using that. <laughs> I'm taking it because, because mediumship and and the whole kind of spiritual realm, if you're not in it, it's kind of underground still. Like people still look at us like we're weird or we're crazy or um. Uh, like it's it's like this kind of unaccepted thing, but once you immerse yourself in it, there's so many amazing people, and it's such a huge, wide, vast community um, that a lot of people don't even know exist mm-hmm. at all. A lot of people, I know so many mediums, and it's just regular for me to talk about mediumship on a regular basis. But so many people meet me, and they I say I'm a medium, and they say, "Wait, that's a real thing?" I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally real thing.
0: So that's (laughs) how the speakeasy came, the spirit speakeasy came to be. I love that. And, you know, I have to, I have to comment on what you just said. So if you're new to being a metaphysical entrepreneur and you have these gifts and you're like, what the heck? I don't have anyone in my life. I don't have anyone that's like me. I want to say from experience, once you lean into those, Mm -hmm. you will attract those type of people. It's, it's just magnetism, but -hmm. you have to lean into it and express it so that the universe can pair you up with people like that. So tell me, Kelsey, why did you step into this line of work? Um, because it makes me happy. <laughs>
1: because There was really no choice. I was a nail tech for 19 years. So I held hands with women. I grew up um, in a pretty spiritually open house. My mom's friends were tarot card readers and energy healers and things like that. We didn't really realize how synchronistic it was until I was older, um, but it was always a thing. Like it was always around people like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I got married and my husband was, uh, when I was 19, I was doing tarot cards and doing Reiki and all that. And then I got married and my husband was like, well, that's weird. And of course I wanted to impress him when I was this 21 year old girl mm-hmm. and you meet mm-hmm. a boy with a six pack. And,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he does, He's he still does.
1: Does he still have a six pack? No, just the same. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I just kind of suppressed it, and I did nails for 19 years, and held hands with women, and listened to their stuff, and um, and and they were my counselor. I was their counselor. I had women for 15 years, like solid, solid clients for 15 years. We just got to know each other on such a deep level. But um, about seven years ago, seven or eight years ago, gosh. I need to do the math on that. So I'm accurate. But anyway, I was in a really deep depart, depressed kind of time in my life. And I had three kids, I was working at home, I was at home with my kids. And it was like that white picket fence syndrome was just crushing, crushing me. And um, I went to work one day and one of my clients said, uh, I'm going to see this medium. And I was like, Oh my god! I used to go home from school and watch John Edward, and I'm obsessed with, you know, Sylvia Brown when I was a kid, and all of this, and it just all came back. And six weeks later, I was taking development courses, and it was just it just came out of me so naturally and so fluidly that it was like, okay, I think I found my thing. But I had that rock bottom moment when I was really feeling depressed and, and suicidal, where I hit my knees and said, okay, whatever's out there give me a sign, show me, like, help me. I need help now. And that was, it was the day later that that client told me, uh, that she was going to see a medium and it, it happens that fast. You ask for help and it shows up. So yeah, six years later, I have my own studio. I'm full, full-time professional medium, um, and holding space for other spiritual entrepreneurs. I love it. I, it, it I mean, it's not without its struggles. Entrepreneurship is no joke, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, I still get super excited, especially about like things like this, the synchronistic, you know, being on that webinar with you and just being like, we need to know each other. And then the next day being on this call, it's, it's, you can't make this stuff up. And that's what happens when you open yourself up to this world of metaphysics and spirituality,
0: but you have to act on it, right? So universe can deliver, but you, we we have free choice, you guys. Yes, Kelsey, you're a medium and you can make predictions of possibilities, Yeah, right? But we still have to make the choices to reach those possibilities. So you could have hit my inbox today and I could have been like nose down, stuck in my own little world and decided not to respond. But instead, I'm choosing to attempt to remain grounded as often as possible so that I can receive those messages so that I can know when I need to respond to them.
1: Yeah. And that's what awareness is all about. We talk about, you know, spiritual awareness. And when I woke up and I, you know, and and you got to keep your eyes open. You got to pe- keep your heart open. You got to keep your, your, uh, your receivers um, open and ready for stuff like this.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And your community that you created, she, she downplayed that a little, you guys. I just think this is a beautiful thing. It's called the 1111 community. Is that correct? Did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. So you do have an actual space for people to come so they don't have to show up at parties with Mm -hmm. drunk people that make fun of what they do for a living. But what about those people out there that don't have access to a space? Don't, maybe they're new to this profession, so they don't have the funds to invest in a space and they want to get rolling. How do they protect themselves?
1: Mm. I think that uh I I do something with my clients and with myself um and I write a contract. I actually write down pen to paper and I I feel like it's whenever you put pen to paper, it's like a sacred contract. It's like, it's pure intention. I'm actually serious about it. It's not just a thought that's going to be gone and I'm going to forget about. And I think that writing down your boundaries and exactly what you want, it's like a vision board kind of idea. Um, but just writing it down, what your intentions are and what you actually want and saying this or something better or, and so it is, and I do that a lot, um, especially with spirit, when you're a medium and you're feeling um energy and stuff, a lot of people come to me and say, I can feel people around me. There's people in my room when I'm sleeping. What do I do? And I say, Well, if there was a real actual person in a skin suit in your room, you would tell them to get out of your house. Like yes. you have that <laughs> spirit too. You're always in the driver's seat, you're always in control. Um and uh, so, yeah, I have a lot of rules, and I have a contract with spirit that I only work with um, people who believe in what I do, who are really ready and open um, to receive what the universe is ready to give through me, because it's not from me, it's through me, um, and uh, and that I'm here to serve um, only the people that I'm here to serve, and that I and that way I trust that whoever's coming to me, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from. They are led to me divinely and, uh, and it takes the pressure off of me. So that's what I would say to people who are, who are, who want to protect themselves to that. And also you got to fall and skin your knees a couple of times. You know, you got to go, if you like going to people's houses and you're just starting out and, and, uh, you don't mind doing that. And I know so many mediums that are so cool doing that. And I will, if somebody calls me and says, come to my house and do a party, I'll say, my options are come to my studio. We can do a beautiful event for you at my studio. Um, Or if you really want to have it in your home, here's a list of five other mediums that I really trust and I know are really awesome Um, and go give them a call. And sometimes they come to me and sometimes they don't. And that's totally cool because I've set those um I've set those boundaries out and that and that sacred contract out with the universe that who's ever meant for me will come my way. Um So yeah, I hope that
0: serves whoever's going to listen to that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that you said that because boundaries are so incredibly important, especially as you're maybe learning to develop your skills, whether you're a channeler or a reader or a medium or even a tarot card card reader too, because you're working with those energies and healers. I mean, all of you guys, if you're listening to this, (laughs) we need boundaries. And you know, one of the things I learned, because it was it was really scary for me at first. I saw I was operating at a very low vibrational level and I have these gifts. So what do you think I saw? Really mm. low vibrational stuff. Yeah. So I had to really, one, work to elevate myself, but also make it very clear what could come and could not come near me. And so my, my, my boundaries, and it's just this, it's just what it is, guys. It's that only that which is divine and benevolent can talk to me. Yep. And if there's a message that I need to give to someone that is not of that, they can tell my guides, my guides will relay it to me because that is only that can come into contact. Does that make yep. sense?
1: Totally. Totally. You need to have a gatekeeper. You got to have mm-hmm. someone who's like the middleman. You you have to, otherwise you'll. You, it's like a spirit highway. I slept at my mom's house. Um, last weekend, and in my house, my bound ba- like, i am like—I got kids who are super psychic too, and they're always like, "I feel creeped out," and I'm like, "It's just grandpa, or it's, you know, it's whoever, or it's an angel, or or whatever." Um, unlike our parents, who are like, "It's your imagination," it's not their imagination. No,
0: but thank was, you for saying that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally, and that was that was how I grew up, and I am so. Grateful for that because I have a, a really grounded understanding on what what was happening when I was a kid, um, but yeah, I slept at my mom's house, and I said the next morning, she said, "Did you have a good sleep?" And I said, "No, your house is like a spirit highway." They're like they didn't come into the room because that's one of my that's my number one on any any boundary contract with spirit is you can't come in my room. Don't wake me up. I got three kids in a business. I need to sleep. And uh, <laughs> past the door, it was just like a highway. And then I slept over another night and it was like, I had a peeker, but I didn't, but it, I wasn't kept up because I guess the rules are different at my mom's house. I, I never, uh, it never occurred to me that that should be for everywhere I go and anywhere I'm trying to sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You brought that up for a reason. So apparently this needs to be shared. <laughs> so I believe and have come to the realization that we are all train stations, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. all open portals everywhere we go of the vibration that we are. So if you are of light, my darling, then you are. So it's not nasty, crazy, scary stuff, right? That's coming through, but they need a place that is safe. We're like a lighthouse, if you will. And um, so a train station is the best way that I can put it. I, I don't know where they're traveling to. I don't need to know, but for a while, I would put an energetic sign up in my living room that said, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for visiting. Just because. I'm a weirdo joker (laughs) and that's what I attract and it's fun. But I think that, that, you know, if you guys are seeing that outside your door, it's not always necessary, necessarily a message or someone you need to communicate with. Sometimes they're just needing a safe passage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes you're just aware of something that is always there anyway.
0: Mm -hmm. I always say
1: to people, heaven is right here. It's right here it's just invisible, right? <laughs> to, our <laughs> to our physical eyes. Yeah, but if you, if you hone in on those senses, mm-hmm. or if you have any awareness, again, our our third eye being open or our, our receptors being open, then yeah, you can definitely sense spirit. And I love to, I love to empower my clients too, by, by teaching them to use their own intuition and that uh, and that they're, they're mediums as well. Like everybody, mm-hmm. there's so many mediums who say, I'm psychic, I have this, you know, this natural gift and da da da. or mediums who say, um, you know, I'm a natural medium or, you know, not everyone's a medium. We're all the same. We all just, it's like math. Like I can do up to grade five math. My son is <laughs> grade eight and I'm like, I'm out. It's tutor time because I don't get it. And some people just like absorb math and they love it and their brains are just so mathematical and they're passionate about it. That's like mediumship too. We can all, you know, sense energy. We can all walk into a room and be like, Ooh, or like, Oh, I'd like to be here. Or you meet somebody new and you're like, I do not like your vibe or, Oh my gosh, I just want to be around you all the time. We can all do that because we're all sentient beings. We're all spirits and meat suits. <laughs> um, but not everyone's going to be a medium. Not everyone's going to um, uh, do everything that they can to hone their skills to be the best medium that they can be, right? So. so how did you hone your skills? I take development classes, but what I really actually did, um, I went I went to uh, a, someone near me who had um, like bi-weekly development classes where you just go in and practice. Um, and she had really expensive classes as well. And she had mentorships and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just, from the first class I took, I just trusted, I was so excited about it. And I just trusted that this was my path, that it just opened up so naturally for me. I've, I've, I've got bumps and bruises. I learn as I go, I learn from every single reading. Um, but there's so many resources out there. There's, and I, and I hate sending people to YouTube because there's so many really not awesome people, but that's a really good way to hone your intuition is if that feels right for you, if a certain teacher feels right for you, follow that teacher. If something Mm -hmm. they says seems off, it could just be something that seems off, but it doesn't mean they're a bad person. Um, but I, my suggestion to anyone wanting to hone their skills, um, would be follow people who, um, And it's not all love and light. There's shadow work involved and we are Mm -hmm. light and shadow and you have to, you have to um, integrate both. You have to do the shadow work to be the best um, uh, uh, reader that you can be. Um, But people who say um, it's this way, this is the way it is. We need to learn our own truths. Mm -hmm. And I always say to people that um, I only teach, what I know from my experience and experience equals belief, right? So what I believe I'll share with you, but there's a lot of stuff in books and, in, you know, really popular teachers and really, you know, people have written all the books and stuff. And sometimes they say stuff and I'm like, bullshit. I don't believe that at all. Oh, can I swear on your podcast? I'm sorry. Yes, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me out. <laughs> oh, you're adorable. <laughs> my, my intuition just says, that's not true for me. That's not true. Like I, I learned, I literally learned that you cannot connect with a spirit for six months after a person has passed because they go through this integration process and they go through, you know, their life review and all that kind of stuff. And I've channeled someone who passed away 12 hours before. So Mm. it's not true for me. It might be true for that person, but I feel like a lot of people read a lot of things in books and think that it's the the truth. Um, And I think that we're now in this, this age, we're out of the guru age. We're not in the guru age anymore. We're in the self-development, self-empowering, you know, coaching age. We're all, you know, in a hundred years, you know, we're all going to be super empowered and, and, you know, connected. That's my vision anyway. And, um, and we won't need, you know, the teachers like, like we have in the past Um, because a lot of the teachers keep us in, in little boxes or they mm-hmm. want us to follow their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, yeah, on any spiritual path, whether whether you're um, doing mediumship or just like you think that there, is there something else out there? Is there something bigger than me out there? Wherever you are in that, um, tuning in, meditation, tuning in and listening to your own heart and your own spirit and your own higher self, that is the most important thing. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And you know, it's really, we, the mind is incredibly powerful. So for example, if, so if if I were to say, um, and this is just a silly example, it's just the first thing that came to mind that meat is going to pollute your body and, and make you incredibly ill. Well, that's not true for some people, but that is true for others. And I may not agree with that if I read that, but if someone were to state that, then, you know, their mind can actually make their body ill if they were to eat. I mean, it is just like we have the power to reverse and and heal illness and disease just with the power of our beliefs. um, We can set our own realities based on what we, what we think. Totally. Totally. I just heard, um... I, think I was
1: listening to an audio audiobook yesterday and the lady who's an intuitive was saying that when she discovered um, what caffeine and coffee was doing to her body and her intuitive uh, intuition um, and affecting her job, she cut out coffee immediately. And I thought, Oh my God, I drink like four cups of coffee a day. I need to stop drinking coffee immediately. And I caught myself. I was like, mm, no, I don't. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's true. <laughs> Maybe I do, but I was like, It's amazing how fast our brains just go like, oh my God, that's going to be the solution to all my problems is
0: cutting out coffee. No, if you believe it will, it will. Thoughts become things, right? And everyone is so different. We are all so different. We have to find our own truths and our own reality and our own path. So, okay. I don't want to scare anyone here. And that is, that is not the purpose of this. But you said sometimes we fall and skin our knees. And yeah. it, from a spiritual perspective, sometimes we work with people and, and we, our discernment isn't 100% evolved where, where it will be eventually. So sometimes stuff can come in that is not wonderful to facilitate or, or share. Have you had anything like that? And what did you do about it?
1: Mm, give me like a for instance. Like, what, what do you mean by that?
0: So if you know you had someone who came to you um, in the early stages and mm-hmm. wanted to converse with someone that had passed or or know who's hanging out with them, and so you channel them and bring them in or mm-hmm. bring their messages in, and then their energy lingered with you, you felt mm-hmm. ill afterwards, I've had that experience myself before, didn't know how to sever the connection after someone left. Uh, did you have anything like that?
1: Yeah, I've had a, pre, a, a couple really heavy readings where um, the spirit has, um, it's, it's mainly when people die really tragically. Um, one I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget is uh, uh, a mother came in and her son had died by suicide. And I cried for about two days after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it was just, it was so sad it was so tragic but it was really her energy that stuck with me being a mom Mm -hmm. um and you know growing up in a family where we have mental health in our family and we like everyone knows somebody you know now it used to be this you know taboo thing that we don't talk about it but now it's it's um it's 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 becoming more and more common to know someone who's died by suicide or know someone who knows somebody and and um oh just it it breaks my heart that it is so common. Um, But her sadness really stuck with me. It wasn't necessarily his spirit, but her, the heaviness of her heart really stuck with me. And that was the one time that I thought, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, it makes me really emotional. Just talking about it. Yeah. because I thought I can't hold space for people in the way that, I thought I was going to, I thought it was like, I love it. It's I'm so passionate about it. And I think it's so fun to channel spirit. Like it's, it just, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. And then you have readings like that and you're like, Oh, these are real people. These are real people with real tragic stories. Um, and that's the, that's one of those fall and skin, your knee, um, kind of wake up calls that like, I'm dealing with people in, in, in deep, deep grief. And that's why I take this seriously, you know, if we're at a party and everybody's having drinks and I'm, you know, channeling for someone upstairs in the, in the bedroom, um, and they're crying and then they're going back (laughs) like that's, that's not the time or the place to be, to be doing work like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that it can be deeply healing to get a reading, um, And a lot of the time I refer a lot of my clients to um, psychologists or grief, grief counselors, because I am not that that's not Mm -hmm. my, it's not my lane. And I I'm not trained in that at all. Um, I'm trained to channel spirit and hold space.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's
1: a place for everything. So um, yeah, once in a while you get, you get a client where it's just you know, mostly people just are just happy, you know, it's happy tears to connect with their loved one. And, um, and it's just confirmation that they are still, they do still exist. They're not just mm-hmm. gone. Um, but yeah, once in a while you get a really heavy, heavy one, um, that sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And I love that spirit. That spirit, you know, is full of love and full of joy on the other side. There's none of the mental illness. There's none of the depression that's left here when people mm-hmm. pass. Um, that's left on, on this dense energy, third dimension Mm -hmm. plane. That's not, that doesn't go with them when they pass. So I think that's important for people to know too, when, when people die from, um, you know, as a result of, you know, some sort of mental illness or, um, something like that. Um, they, they don't, they don't carry that on the other side. They're free from that. So,
0: yeah. And you know, you will, you will get that. If you're in this line of work, it will come to you because people are searching for answers and yeah. yes, you'll get the love readings. Yes. People are going to want to know when they're going to get that bonus or, you know, that raise in their job, but you yeah. know, people want answers and, yeah. and, you know, some turn to religion and and that's fine. I I know a lot of religious people are beautiful, but some people want more than just the box that you just talked about a little bit earlier. So what do, what do you recommend for disconnecting after that for cleansing? What do you do now after that learning experience? Mm,
1: I've read it in my sacred contract that spirit goes with, um, with their loved ones when they leave, Mm -hmm. Um, they leave my space. Um, and, uh, I I'll do a quick body scan at night actually. Um, and just like anything that I've picked up through the day, I kind of, I, I call it the bug zapper. And I just (laughs) imagine like this ethereal bug zapper, just kind of scanning through my body and just zapping out anything that's not mine. Um, and visualizing that even through your house too. I do that through my studio and through my house. Um, I just ask Archangel Michael to assist me. And I just like, I just pass this kind of chain link fence bug zapper of divine white light through whatever room, through myself, even through my clients sometimes, just kind of to highlight or just to um, just to get rid of anything um, that's not yours. I think that um, getting rid of everything is not the right thing to do. Uh, Getting rid of things that are not yours and returning to sender. It's okay. If you pick up somebody's bad mood, you don't have to hate them. You don't have to, you know, get mad at them. If you get, you know, crunched by a energy vampire, you just, lovingly say, okay, bless and release back to sender, back to sender. Um, but yeah, I really intend that um, You know, when I sit down in my chair with a client, that's when I turn on to spirit. Mm-hmm. And when they get up and leave and I give them a hug and say, thank you and, and send them on the way, that's when they take all their stuff with them. So it's all, it's all intention. It's all belief. It's all that
0: power of the mind stuff too. Mm, I love that. Do you want to walk us through your bug, bug zapper right now? yeah should we do a a little body scan let's do it okay so if you guys if you're driving um don't save this for later make a little note of where you're at uh find a safe place (laughs) okay so let's just
1: close our eyes and we're just going to invite in our guides our angels archangel michael to come in and assist us with this and i want you to remember or to visualize To remember, where am I going with this? Okay, I want you to visualize from the top of your head a divine white light coming down like a big column from the universe all the way down, encapsulating your whole body, your physical body and your energy body, and then grounding itself down into the ground all the way into the center of the earth. So you're becoming a channel fully surrounded by divine white light. And coming down that channel from above your head is a chain link fence, (laughs) looking like a bug zapper coming all the way down. And it's just going to zap out anything that's not yours. It's going to also highlight anything that is yours that needs to be seen. And watching that come down, knowing when it's hitting your energy body, long before it hits your physical body, just allowing it to pass over you and through you, nice and slow, clearing out any cobwebs, clearing out anything that's not serving you, going down through your head, clearing out any thoughts that we've picked up along the way, down through your neck, clearing out any tension that you've picked up allowing your shoulders and your neck to relax going down through your chest and through your heart clearing out any heartache or heartbreak that's not yours illuminating anything that needs to be looked at and loved going down through your chest, through your stomach, through your hips zapping out any emotion that doesn't serve you you're carrying in your hips down through your legs and down into the ground, carrying it with it, carrying with it anything that doesn't serve into the earth, offering it to mother earth, allowing her to use it as compost to be turned into something beautiful. Taking a nice deep breath closing that channel thanking your guides angels and archangel michael for assisting you through this and when you're ready you can open your eyes
0: that was awesome you
1: know i before i do that
0: (laughs) welcome to my life lady Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I it was great. I had um I had stuff in my power center that wasn't mm-hmm. mine and in my heart that wasn't mine. Yeah. Um and you know, we all have stories, guys. If you're listening, you already know a lot about mine. Um, but if your heart breaks, there's it's always tied to someone too. So it's interesting. I didn't think of it in the sense until you said stuff that isn't yours, mm-hmm. um, that I could be holding on to someone else's emotion in my heart center too. Yeah. Yeah. And we
1: do that as women too. And especially as healers and intuitives and empathic women, we take everybody else's stuff on and we put everybody first because we have this big idea that we're here to change the world, but we're here to change the world by changing ourselves first. Mm -hmm. I would say to moms, you first, you first, then the kids. And I always say to my clients, "Um, what's the top priority in your world? And if they're a mom, my family, my kids. And I say, consider yourself first because if, you know, the cliche, if our cup is not full, then we have nothing to give to other people. And then we take on these, you know, we have this divine mission to, you know, raise the vibration of the planet and all that exciting stuff. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, then we're not doing anyone any, any good because um, we change others by, by changing ourselves and taking care of ourselves.
0: Yeah. Perfect. So what are three ways that you take care of yourself Mm. I
1: don't go into work till 10 (laughs) o'clock I leave my mornings open for meditation when as soon as my kids um leave on the bus um I close my eyes in meditation prayer and um uh just tune into what I need gratitude do my journaling all that kind of stuff have my four cups of coffee and uh that is, that's something that I was not consistent with for a long time. And now I'm trying to intentionally be very consistent with it because I need to ground myself and need to prepare myself for whatever kind of energy work I'm going to be doing at the studio, whether that's booking someone in to rent my studio or, you know, having clients all day. Um, I, I try to listen to something inspiring every day. I try to fill my social media up consciously with people who are uplifting. Facebook is this weird political kind of crazy toxic cesspool of everybody's opinions and Instagram is kind of my my favorite place to go for inspiration um and anybody I like to follow people to support them um but sometimes if it's not giving us exactly what we need to nourish our souls at the time, I just hit that mute button on, on some people, but I'm constantly looking for, um, awesome people such as yourself to follow that, that have the same vision, have the same, um, morals, the same kind of, um, energy as my, as, as myself, Um, and, yeah, just allowing myself to be really inspired by powerful women who are going after their dreams and, and, um, and doing what they love to do. Um, and what's the third thing? <sighs> I'm being really intentional with my kids, too, and trying to be a, a really more conscious parent. I, I, I'm an achiever. Uh, do you know the Enneagram? Yes. I'm a number three. So like, I want to be Rachel Hollis and I want to be, you know, all the things I want to be like, if I'm going to be a medium, I'm going to be the best medium on earth. Like I'm, I'm on my way. (laughs) That's my thing. But I think, um, there has to be balance. I was very unbalanced for a long time and burnout is real. And I just, I think, you know, I want my kids to be proud of me. I want, you know, my kids to see, I want my daughter to see that you can go and do anything that you want to do. Um, but at the same time, kids just want you at home making craft dinner.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, (laughs) they they do. They just want to tell you,
1: you know, they want to show you their art projects and, and tell you, you know, how their teacher drives them crazy. They just need you to be that safe place. So I've been really, um, uh, focusing back on family, um, because I was so focused on career for such a long time. And, uh, um, not that I neglected my family, but I kind of neglected my family and I worked a lot of evenings and i made i I felt like I had to be at my studio in the evenings when people were doing their own workshops and stuff mm-hmm. and now i I train you how to open and close the door i am home usually by five o'clock every night and uh, and spending intentional time with with my family because um like I have a teenager and I'm kind of going through this crazy moment where it's like. I'm only 16 in my mind. Why do I have a 13? Who let me have a teenager? (laughs) But it's going so fast that, um, uh, and that's, and that's a gift to myself as a mother and a human being. I, I really find that coming back to that is, is, um, really important for me, um, and plugging into them while they're still small and impressionable in this
0: crazy world that we have. So, Yeah, absolutely. And we're all different, you guys. So just find a way that fills your own cup, that makes your heart feel full, that you just, that grounds you and and brings you into the present. If you're in this line of work, you probably struggle with becoming ungrounded because you're so connected with spirit. So finding a way to become in the here and now and find joy in the here and now, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I would love to give homework on this one, make three things, make a list of three things that help you feel, um, feel, feel loved and full and and regrounded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do a shift list, a shift list with my clients, five things, five things that bring you joy, five things to shift you out of, out of whatever it is, out of the mud or out of that, like, you know, head in the clouds. <laughs> so five things to ground you or five things to, to
0: raise your vibration. Yeah. Oh, perfectly said. So do you have any insight or advice or wisdom that you want other metaphysical entrepreneurs to know that are new?
1: Um, remember your why. Remember why you're doing it. Remember why you started. Remember what sparked that passion and that joy. Especially if you're moving into entrepreneurship, if you're moving into creating a business out of your passion, um, the business part can be stinky. (laughs) It can be hard. You can be sitting there and you can have the biggest, best insights in the world. And it feels like nobody's listening. Um, but I always tell myself, even when I feel like nobody's listening, even when I feel like nobody gets me, someone's going to find me one day and go back in my feed and consume everything I've ever put out, listen to all my videos and all my you know, podcasts that I did with other people and they're going to eat it all up and I'm going to change their life. And that's what you do it for. That's what you do it for. You do it for the one person whose life you can change.
0: Mm, I love that so well said thank you so much for being here today I so appreciate you thanks for uh going on that webinar with me yesterday (laughs) (laughs) such a small amazing funny world it is it is Thank you for being here and listening to the full episode. If you want to hear more about how I intuitively work with the digital world, head to thesoulally.com. And let's connect on Instagram if you want daily mantras, divinely inspired words, channeled messages, and my coaching on how to leverage the digital age with integrity. That is currently my favorite social media platform, and I'm the most active each day. So drop me a line, Kristen Evia, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E-V-J-E. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have a wonderful day find some joy in it and if this episode resonated with you i would be grateful if you shared it with a friend give this podcast a review and a rating on itunes i would truly appreciate it it will help get the message of support and guidance out to the metaphysical community which honestly needs our love more than ever right now great things are happening and i'm honored to join you on this journey thank you again i'll see you in the next episode